Welcome to the only podcast that shares the astronomical and mathematical positions of the heavenly bodies. This is Sky Astrology. No, not astrology. This is Sky Astrology via astronomy. Welcome to episode 357 for... Tuesday, October 27, 2020. I hope you're having a fantastic moment. The time that you have decided to listen to the podcast is going to be short and sweet today. Not every day is the same. And I appreciate you very much for taking the time to listen to the podcast. Today is a zero degree day because our moon will be moving from Aquarius, Aquarius into Pisces. And it is a very interesting juncture because this is the last constellation before our um, before our moon leaves this part of the sky called the sea. And of course, we're gonna have a um, full moon. We're having a full moon on the 31st of October and it's not just a full moon in a way it is a full Uranus if that's possible we can't see Uranus with our naked eye but know that when our moon is shining perfectly aligned geographically in space is Uranus to our moon so I'm quite curious how this day is going to pan out as you know, I am first an observer, so I am, of course, waiting to observe what's going to happen. What I want to say as well is that this is the part of the sky where our moon is moving to that has the 14 constellation Satus, which starts about four or five degrees of Pisces to integrate. I'm not exactly sure I will be working that out. But I am, of course, curious for you to tell me um, how do you feel. And also, I hope you are learning to be in touch with how big the constellations are at all. Now, we're going to be in this space. Pisces is a pretty big constellation, about to 36, and then it is still influenced by the Satus energies. But I'll be telling you more about that later. What I do want to share is that it's going to be exactly two hours and it's going to start at 1637 GMT time. We are seven hours behind PST, ahead of PST, sorry, and we are four hours ahead of PST until the time goes back in the States this Sunday. So you can work out the time. I will be putting up, as usual, the countdowns on my Instagram aka Cloudette so feel free to follow me there so let's get to where the heavenly bodies are and then if you're interested to stay it is a really interesting um day for birthdays okay so like I said for the time of let's do my time uh no let's do 1637 where the zero degrees starts at that time we have of course zero degrees (laughs) 
zero degrees of um was it zero degrees Pisces sorry I'm a bit distracted right zero degrees of Pisces will be at 1637 GMT time like I said you have to deduct seven hours for PST time and four hours for EST time cool now the our moon this morning passed Neptune which was quite interesting I, it was people were sleeping so if you had any interesting dreams please share and let me know we have Chiron in Pisces very busy in Pisces actually and you know my post yesterday was about Chiron's influence with Mahaya Jackson's birthday so you know Chiron is a contender to deal with and so I will be letting you know but you can figure it out yourself actually it'll be in 28 hours but that'll be tomorrow so I'll tell you that our moon will be conjunct Chiron and then it will go on to con well Chiron is now 14 degrees will still be might be it's retrograde and it's at the end so maybe it's going to be 13 degrees tomorrow we'll see right now at this time on the 27th it's 14 degrees Mars is 25 degrees still planet X is 31 degrees still Uranus is now 9 degrees and will be there for the full moon of Aries but this is also the Satus area space the nodes are still at 27 degrees Taurus and 13 degrees of Fucus north node 27 degrees Taurus south node 13 degrees of Fucus Venus has moved one on at five degrees of Virgo and the retrograde Mercury is at 36 degrees Virgo and our Sun is going forward it's a 40 degree mark at 40 degrees of Virgo how many degrees does Virgo have hmm. if you want to win the prize tell me what it is posted on with uh, sharing the podcast posted anywhere you want Twitter Instagram and send me a snap shot and and we'll figure out a nice little gift for you next we have Jupiter Pluto and Saturn still three degrees away from each other still at 23 26 29 respectively of Sagittarius Jupiter 23 Pluto 26 Saturn 29 and you can see them in the sky as I did and you can see Mars in the sky too and you can see the moon all of them in the night sky it's quite amazing and yeah we're already at last but not least which I kind of uh, divulged is that our Neptune retrograde is at 20 degrees which our moon uh, made a connection to this morning while you were sleeping before it moving into Pisces energy and where also Satus is so follow me on Instagram because maybe if I have time I'm going into a call to share with you where when the moon is entering Satus area not sure okay let's quick because first of all I'm featuring the beautiful artwork of Mary Moser born in 1744 uh, beautiful beautiful pictures but also 
I want to make clear how important it is to know the Virgo energy. And actually, they're born aligned with a star. It's a single star because a lot of stars are binary. It's a uh, star. It's called Kappa Virginis. Kappa Virginis. And it can be seen with the naked eye because we are only concerned really with the stars we can see with our eyes. The man who made the first practical home sewing machine, Mr. Isaac Singer, was born on this date, 27th of October, but in 1811. A Swedish artist, Sig, um, Sigrid Heichen, was born in 1885. Also, a artist, Lee Krasner, was born in 1908. I don't know if that's a woman or a man, to be honest, and I don't have time to look. But, ha, huh, one of our indigenous peoples who lived for 100 years, because maybe he knew the right medicine, because his name was Joseph Medicine Crow. He born on 1913 and passed away on 2013. Also, one of the co-founders of ANC, the South Africa Movement, a lawyer, Oliver Tambo, was born in 1917. Another artist, Roy Lichtenstein, very famous, born this day in 1923. The actress Ruby Lee was born in 1924. Albert Medwin also a bit forgotten, did some inventions that also led to the apparatus for the plasma TV as an electrician. Weirdly enough, now this is weird, a very uh, famous German uh, architect, artist, Stefan Verwerke, was born today. And actually, he is the father of an ex-boyfriend of mine. Yeah, long story. Anyway, um, no, really, uh, you know, a well-known man. He's passed, unfortunately. He's born in 1928. And a Egyptian feminist writer, Nawa El-Sadawi, was born on this date in 1931. And Sylvia Platt. So go on, girls. Actually, there's three astronauts born on this day. So you know how difficult it is to be an astronaut. So... If you're born on the 27th of October, maybe you have an advantage to do that. I think it's quite interesting. Vanessa May, who's not only now a violinist, but she's doing some skiing. She's born on this date in 1978. Michael Baker in 1953. I didn't write down. Carlos Freck, a cosmopologist, was born on this date date as well of course there's loads of others you can find them for yourself i don't really include politicians or actors or actresses who are just actors and actresses <laughs> anyway that's all for me short and sweet have a beautiful beautiful day lots of love from me and thanks for listening and share and you know subscribe so that you know because at some point I might have to like not tell you when it's going to be on, but if you subscribe, you'll know. Bye. I feel called to recite a poem from Sylvia Plath, also because Mary Moser, who 
also was born on October 27th, was known for flower paintings and watercolors. And this is called Tulip from Sylvia Plath. And I know she had a quite a difficult life. And so I want to honor her. This poem, it follows as, The tulips are too excitable. It is winter here. Look how white everything is. How quiet, how snowed in. I am learning peacefulness, lying by myself quietly as the light lies on these white walls, this bed, these hands. I am nobody. I have nothing to do with expulsions. I have given my name and my day clothes up to the nurses and my history to the anesthetists and my body to surgeons. They have propped my head between the pillows and the sheet cuff like an eye between two white lids that will not shut. Stupid pupil, it has to take everything in. The nurses pass and pass. They are no trouble. They pass the way gulls pass in land in their white caps, doing things with their hands, one just the same as another. So it is impossible to tell how many there are. My body is a pebble to them. They tend to it as water tends to the pebbles. It must run over smoothing them gently. They bring me numbness in their bright needles. They bring me sleep. Now I have lost myself. I am sick of baggage. My patent leather overnight case like a black pillbox. My husband and child smiling out of the family photo. Their smiles catch onto my skin, little smiling hooks. I had let things slip. A 30-year-old cargo boat stubbornly hanging on to my name and address. They have swapped me clear of my loving associations. Scared and bare on the green plastic pillow trolley, I watched my tea set, my bureaus of linen, my books sink out of sight, and the water went over my head. I am a nun now. I have never been so pure. I didn't want any flowers. I only wanted to lie with my hands turned up and be utterly empty. How free it is. You have no idea how free. The peacefulness is so big it dazes you. And it asks nothing. A name tag, a few trinkets. It is what the dead close on. Finally, I imagine them. Shutting their mouths on it like a communion tablet. The tulips are too red in the first place. They hurt me. Even through the gift paper, I could hear them breathe lightly, though their white swallowings like an awful baby. Their redness talks to my wounds. It corresponds. They are subtle. They seem to float, though they weigh me down. 
upsetting me with their sudden tongues and their color. A dozen red lead sinkers round my neck. Nobody watched me before. Now I am watched. The tulips turn to me and the window behind me where once a day the light slowly widens and slowly thins and I see myself flat, ridiculous, a cut paper shadow between the eye of the sun and the eyes of the tulips and I have no face. I have wanted to efface myself. The vivid tulips eat my oxygen. Before they came, the air was calm enough, coming and going, breath by breath, without any fuss. Then the tulips filled it up like a loud noise. Now the air snags and eddles around them the way a river snags and eddles round a sunken rust-red engine. They concentrate my attention that was happy, playing and resting without committing itself. The walls also seem to be warming themselves. The tulips should be behind bars like dangerous animals. They are opening like the mouths of some great African cat. And I am aware of my heart. It opens and closes. Its bowl of red blooms out of sheer love of me. The water I taste is warm and salt like the sea and comes from a country far away as heath, as health. I hope that was okay, Red. I didn't know it was so, um, about death. Quite impactful, got goosebumps along the way. So, that was a lot. Um... Hope you enjoyed that. Take care of yourselves. And I'll post thank you, poetryfoundation.org, for making that available. <sighs> okay. Um I'll just go now. <laughs> <laughs>